Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today we're talking about the do's and don'ts of online dating. Don't know what to say in your profile, in the first message, which pictures to use. We've got all the answers because I'm here with relationship expert and very good friend, Anna David. We're here to give you the advice that you need and we're going to share some of our own personal stories. This one's going to be good. So thanks for listening. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. You know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. summer is here or it's coming wherever you live it's getting hot outside and let's just say this are you fresh and dry everywhere that you need to be how are your balls doing because let's be honest in the summer you get sweaty your boobs get sweaty right Anna do you ever have that a boob sweat I'm lower not back a sweater you're not a sweater no okay but I, but I know it happens it happens like you get sweaty I've got you know down under comfort Emily and Tony um it's it's uh Okay, so the deal is, is that <laughs> it's a cream to a powder formula. So a lot of men use talcum powder, you know, and it gets all messy. It's actually carcinogenic and not good for you. Down Under Comfort is a product for men and women used anywhere on your body. It prevents sweat stains, chafing, and that not-so-fresh feeling. And you might even be thinking, I showered this morning, I'm fine, but guess what? Down there, you might not be as fine as you think. It's like deodorant for everywhere else on your body. That's all I'm saying. Men's Health voted the top product you didn't know you needed. So you know what? You need it. Check it out. Um, one of my listeners emailed me, Down Under Comfort is a godsend. I was a baby powder man most of my life, and I can't imagine a day without this. And my girlfriend is a big fan as well. She loves it. So check it out. Go to emilyandtony.com. Get Down Under, down under Comfort now. Use coupon code EMILY for 20% off your order. Oh, oh, oh. And until June 1st, you get a free Down Under Comfort with any menage a trois candle purchase. So we have these massage candles, and now they're little mini ones. You can get every single scent and a Down Under Comfort. Use code FRESH. That's it emilyandtony.com. Thanks for listening. I do have one of those candles and it's amazing. Do you love it, Anna? I love it. I should bring you another one. I, I, will, I will come to your office and get more. Really? Okay. Because yeah, we're neighbors. So, um, yeah, I'm glad. It's a good one. Have you used it on, on anyone? I, sadly, I've only used it on myself. You know, I'm not really someone who's like, okay, here we're, we're going. Let's go get the candle. Right. Do you know what I mean? But you just light it when you get home. Do you? Yes. See, I light candles whenever I have guys come over or anyone come over. Right. So then you're just like, oh, BTW, guess what? This is also a massage candle. Yeah, mine's a can- – candles get lit in the bathtub. Oh, okay. You're a big bath person. It's sort of a bathtub person. for one, you know. But look. I'm Honey, not- I love – no, it's coconut. I use it on my – you think I'm massaging people every day of the week? Yes. I use it on my body before I go to bed at night too. Okay, this is Anna David, the lovely Anna David. She's been on the show before. It was probably about – a year ago? A year ago, really? Okay. So Anna is an author, a journalist, has her own podcast, The After Party Pod. Uh, she's the creator of the After Party Group, a company that's dedicated to trying to show addicts, sober and not sober alike, and the loved one of addicts, what recovery can be, uh, what recovery can be like. 
And we're also getting Tummy way in more terms. into like healthy relationships so that it's expanding to not just people interested in addiction or suffering from addiction, but anybody who wants to have healthier relationships. Right, because a lot of times uh, people do drink too much or they do take, I, mean, I think it's all connected. Like you go on dates and you only associate that with. It is connected, but I think that l- there's no one out there who knows how to have a perfectly healthy relationship. And so that. Not even us, because we're experts? Except for you. <gasps> I certainly don't. Right. I do. I don't. I do. We're figuring, well, you're, yeah. well, the reason why you're here. Yes. Um, for many reasons you're here because you're awesome and we're like I said we're going to get into the online dating do's and don'ts um, I think we just need to talk about this Anna yes. is my um, she's we've become each other's uh, dating sponsors if you will Starts, yes so what happened was is I um, I've not dated much online and I at all actually I, I was on tinder I had one tinder date blind tinder date on my show about a year ago too. what yeah I met this guy in tinder because I was like I'm going to try it and it was funny because I kept saying, like, I got to go, you know, we were chatting and I said, I did a radio show. And he's like, oh, well, when am I going to, and every night I was working, he's like, yeah. what, I got to be on your radio show for our <gasps> date? I said, yes, you do. That's hilarious. And it was actually a really funny show. But then, up until then, I've never done it. So I'm like, you know what? I, everyone else has done it and I'm not out that much as I should, I'm just going to try it. So I went on Hinge, which is like Tinder. So let's, so people always hear about Tinder, which I'm doing, I've done both of them. Mm-hmm. And I have been doing Tinder and Hinge at the same mm-hmm. time. Tinder has a bad rap right now. Well, I think that back when it started, it was this, you know, sort of, you know, it's like the club that's undiscovered. It's really great, and then everybody hears about it, and then it's bridge and tunnel, and then it's overcrowded, and then you don't ever want to go again. And Hinge uh, is like Tinder, but instead of just giving you the masses, it gives you 10 options a day, so you actually look at them and don't compulsively kind of get in that like thumb swiping where you're, you know, you're going through people and then you're like, wait a minute, that person looked okay. Why did I just swipe? Yeah, because you get in this like, yes. yeah, this like obsessive dense and you're like swipe, swipe, swipe. So just to explain how it works, so if you don't know, is that you, with both of these apps, which look very similar, it's really just, you see the people's pictures and the thing about Hinge is that you have to have a mutual Facebook friend. Yes. Sort of. There's a few. A few you that don't. you don't. They're like yeah. you have like a third connection, but but mostly you have to have a connection through Facebook, and then yeah, they only send you ten a day, and you it's really you look at the pictures and you swipe left if you yeah if you like them, right? Yeah. What is it left? And you put a heart, and then if they like you, the thing is there's no rejection. So if you like the person, you star them, and if they happen to see your photo and they liked you or your profile, then you get a match. Yeah. And then you start messaging them through the app, which yes. is a whole other cluster f because I'm like, I need my assistant to start. Like, literally, like an Excel spreadsheet, because then you get all these matches. Mm-hmm. And then they're messaging you, and you go back to the app, and you're like, which guy was this? Yeah. Did I like him? Was he interesting? And yeah. so, anyway, I was, Ann and I have different issues with it because I just started it. And so I was coming back to my office from a meeting. This just happened. This is why Anna's here. Like, this is like a, like a state of the emergency. I'm like, it you gotta come in the It just happened, but it happened semi It happened right recently, exactly. So I was uh, coming back. To, we, our offices are like very close, which street. is awesome. Yeah. And I couldn't go back to my office for a little bit. And I was like, I'm coming by. And so I went by. I was like, Anna, I'm on Hinge. And every single guy, it's weird. You are a mutual friend. So should I date these guys? Should I not? And she's like, let me take a look. So she looks at my, grabs my phone. Yep. Looks at all the matches. And literally every single one I had been out with, like, at some point and didn't like in New 
Guess you probably wouldn't either, or was just a platonic friend that I was pretty sure you would not be interested right, in. Right, exactly. So she cleared out my whole thing. I'm like, what? Yeah. She's like, I went out with him a month ago. I went out with him. I'm like, my friend dated him. So I was like, okay, we've got, I said, so this is very fresh, because to me, it was a, um, and I, I don't know, I don't talk a lot about my dating life on the show, and it's not because, I've gone in phases, it's been 10 years, but lately I was kind of, you know, seeing someone that I just, whatever, it was casual, not yeah. much to say, yeah. which is interesting so now dating again I got a lot more stories for you guys because there's been a lot happening but um so anyway I just started to like pick it up again and it was just like it was a little overwhelming because you are getting all these these messages and so the funny thing is when I say jokingly though but kind of true that we're our sponsors we mm -hmm. have different issues with it so for me I'm not great at like I don't want to make a commitment like I'd rather hang out with you Anna yeah I agree I'd rather like go to your barbecue I'd rather see my friends I'd rather be open than like you go to a date you drive across town and what then you can't you know you have a bad date for an hour yeah I, I can't get night. that time back that I goes know. my hour and a half I never get that time back so Anna was like just do it just go you know like start dating and then for you there were some profiles that I was like oh you would might rule someone out and I'd say maybe consider that this yeah be but more it's not open. what you think it's not what you think when you see them so we're encouraging each other and. So recently, um, <laughs> you go, Anna. So, okay, so what? Ha so I go through yours, and I go, um, yes, yes, no, no. Okay, well, maybe we have different taste. Because I think we do a little bit. And then it just so happened that I was having a barbecue it, that weekend, and so I said, well, let me invite a couple of these ones that I know, and you can just knock it out. You don't yeah, have to go like out with that. it was like speed dating at Anne's barbecue. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. awesome. And I meant to tell you, <laughs> that guy brought a girl. <laughs> oh, he did? <laughs> He did? I didn't even talk to him. That's why I, I like, know. And we didn't talk about this kind of awkward thing I did, which is I go, I was talking to you and Jeff, and I go, hey, blah, 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 you guys already, you guys kind of know each other, but I was talking about him and Jeff, but then it seemed like I was talking about you two. Did you even catch it? I didn't even catch it. This is the guy that, this yeah. is the guy that like, we like each other. I yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't catch it at all. Okay. So anyway, so, <laughs> so we go through it and you're like, let's make sure that neither of us are currently messaging with the same people because we don't want to get into like right. that weirdness. Right. So, so we confirm there's no crossover. And then later, I guess later that night, I end up sort of messaging with someone who, matching and then messaging with someone who was on your list, but he, it didn't hit me because right. I didn't he know He was on yet. your list, yeah. So we are messaging and messaging. Okay, so first of all, can I just say yes. that I, I, had a, I had a first date with someone who seemed okay. Then we had our second date, a brunch date, and I was, he never spoke. It was the most awkward. It was like, what did you do this weekend? Nothing. Uh, what are you doing the rest of the day? Nothing. Like, it was just conversational. This was your second date. Because so yes. we're also going to give you, we're going to get in some tips and stuff, but we're also going to tell you some of the, uh, we want to give you the real lowdown of what happened. So the first date was great. I would not say great. Great. Good enough to go on a second one. It was 45 minutes and it was good enough, you know? And so, and so I'm just so unhappy at this, uh, and I'd mentioned my barbecue to him, whatever. I Anyway, so, because I was having one that, uh, anyway. <laughs> so I go, so that's that. Later that evening, 6 o'clock to be precise, I go on uh, like a drink state or whatever, and, and I don't drink, and um, and he did. Oh, I walk into the place, and who's there but my brunch date? Your brunch date, the one that you blew up, that's did right. Did you not know that? No, you texted me that, but I was just, okay, yeah. right. There was the, too okay, much. This town is too small. So the yeah. guy you went on the brunch date with that you were not interested in because he was boring. Yeah. You're out with someone six hours later. Yeah, and like four hours later. And he was there. He was there. Was he on a date too? I, I, he was sitting outside with a group of people, and I just thought, that's so crazy. And I just sort of 
you know, went back past him without even... Okay. I don't think he saw me. That's and then hilarious. I was inside for two hours, and so I thought... On this date. Yeah, on this date. And so I thought, well, he'll be gone, and, and I go out, and he's there. So whatever. I don't think he saw me I either hope, time. Right. So, so sit down with the 6 o'clock. Realize that for various reasons, not appropriate. A lovely guy, not appropriate. Right. Um, leave, and then I get a text from you... The next day. So then I go on a 9 o'clock date that night. <laughs> I go on a nine o'clock date and I'm sitting there with my date. This is the same exact evening. I, I, I had talked to you this whole no. day and I'm sitting there with him and, and it's going well, but I, I see that there's some problems with the guy. He's probably not my match, but he's interesting. And we're talking, talking. It's going, you know, conversation flowing, flowing. I'm like, yeah. He said, well, how long have you been on, on this hinge? I said, oh, you know, it's funny because I'm, I'm actually a little hesitant about it. My friend Anna, we're do, kind of doing it together. And he's like, Anna who? <laughs> and I said, like, you know, Anna David. He goes, I just went on a date with her at 6 o'clock. Uh. And I was here on a date with him. I was like, you did? And then he just shut down. Like, he was so embarrassed. He's like, but I was going to dinner with my kids. And I told him, like, don't yeah. worry. It's cool. I'm sure it's all good. It's all good. So very small world. The, and and uh, I had a date with him, too. And the best part was, neither one of us were no. very nice guy. Like, yeah. we're not going to marry him. No. But we both, at the same time, I said, guess who my date was. Right. We had the same date. And we both text each other the it's same analysis. Pretty much the same thing. Analysis yeah. of what we thought were the issues yeah. with him. And we have similar tastes. And the funny thing is, when I first met Anna, I met Anna with my first love <laughs> when in my 20s. So dramatic. I was at a party in Northern California. And this guy was very loyal, very great. All of a sudden, I'm like, where is he? We're at this party. It's Simpson Beach. We're, like, he's out. It's a party. I can't see. It's dark. He's flirting with a girl named Anna David the whole I night. I don't. So. And I'm like, who is this Anna David? He loves her, blah, blah. So, so cut to, like, I run into you because you also do relationship expert stuff. Yeah. And years later, I'm like, and I know you are. You don't remember me. I'm like, you were You were girl. on my Maxim radio show. You walk in New York. Yeah. You walk in. And I'm like, who is this gorgeous girl? You're like, we know each other. Right. I'm like, you like my boyfriend. So cut to now, we have similar tastes, clearly. And we're, like, the same age. Guys like. So same now type. we've got yeah. this whole dating thing. And so that's our history. So we can give plenty of tips I let's think. do that yeah. okay we're just gonna go into it because it's important oh and if you want to find Anna because she's hilarious and smart and great it's at Anna B David on Twitter mm-hmm. at after party site and then your web what's the main website that you want to after party magazine um, dot com dot com don't think you need to put that anymore who knows what's the modern world and then the- do you have to do www anymore <laughs> I'm um, kidding. I'm kidding. So no one says that anymore. Yes. H-T-T-P slash. No, I'm saying you don't have to say it out loud. Remember people would be like, WW. My mom still says that. Go to WW. I used to say um, Earl. Like the man's name. That's what I thought URL. I thought. Oh. Earl. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, but this, so the podcast is called After Party Pod. I interview. It was just sober uh so People. I was not invited, right? So you were not invited. So, but I had Moby and Mark Marin and uh, Dr. Drew, obviously not sober, but Emily's very right. good friend. Right. And mine. Um, and now I'm having people talking about relationships, which is why you're coming on oh. soon. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Okay, good. So let's let's break this down. Now you heard of our stories because I was like, you just got to come and talk with us because this crazy wild, wild west world of dating, everyone's always asking me like, well, how should I date? How should I meet people? And I was going to break down all the different dating apps because really it does seem like Tinder and Hinge. I just want to clarify one thing. People call Tinder, Tinder a hookup app. 
And I don't think any app is any one thing. If you don't want to hook up with someone, you can say it on your app. You can show up. They're not putting a gun to your head and saying. Nobody is forcing you to go hook up with right. this trade. So let's just say that. But whether you're on Match.com or whatever, we're going to give you tips um, to help you with this. So funny enough, okay, um, this was a study that came out last week. I mentioned this. It taught, uh, there was a study that found that, for, we're saying it's not a sleazy app, 42% of Tinder users were already in relationships. Yeah. Did you hear this study? No. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that. Okay, so, but moving on, that's fine. Um, we Let's talk about duty dating because that's really where Anna and I started this because I was like, she's pushing me to go out more and duty dating is the concept that involves dating people that you are not immediately attracted to. So let's say there's the guy across the bar and you're like, oh, that's my guy. I'm so into him or wherever you see him, guy mm-hmm. in the street. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the guy you just turn and walk away from because you're like, oh, that's, you're my type. It hasn't really worked. That's mm-hmm. another concept of duty mm-hmm. dating. But also just date a lot of people that are outside your normal type. Mm-hmm. Stack them if you need to. Mm-hmm. Two in a day, which I did for the first time ever. I can mm-hmm. But we didn't even get into the brunch date, my brunch date. Oh, not fun. Didn't. That was the only time I feel like I've ever done two in a day. But yeah. why not? Why not, right? Efficient. Right. So you date a lot of people outside your type. Um, try, you know, three dates with a person to see if there's chemistry. It can be just good practice to get yourself out there. Do you mm-hmm. agree with this? I do. I will say we have a, a friend who is so good at it. Basically, she would go out with somebody not like him and go, there's nothing wrong with him, and, and kind of continue to do it. I can't. I would sometimes when I've had really just not even bad ones, but just oh, I I get depressed afterwards. So I don't wanna I don't wanna you know set myself up for that. Right. How do you? But tell me how you set up most of your dates. Is it a coffee? Is it a what's your? What do you think is the best first date when you meet someone? I think the best first one is a is a drink. I know I don't drink, but you know um, that could go into dinner if. It's like going them. well. Right. But there's a there's a 45-minute out if you don't. Can you really get out in 45? It's I always tough. thought I had to wait to wait. Like, I'm looking at the clock during that terrible brunch date last yeah. week that your friend went out with. Okay, another, another thing. Oh, yeah, Your that friend was went out with the night before? Yeah. And you're like, oh, she hated. She didn't like him either. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? I could have gotten that time back. But whatever. I did we tell did, you. You told me after I, my date. No, I had messaged him, and I was and I got so frustrated right. with it that I just ended up But then up I talked to him for 31 minutes by yeah, mistake. Yeah, but you can't get back. I couldn't tell. Okay, can't get that back either. So it's actually two and a half hours I can't get back. Okay. So let's talk about the photos then. So I was talking to my guy friend. He said for women, because I wanted to give our perspective, he said when they have too much skin, that means like guys look at that and they're like, that's really sexy. Like I I might want to sleep with you, but I don't want to date you. Mm -hmm. So like showing too much skin for women. And he was saying like no selfies, don't chop off the X, you know. Um, And if you only put two pictures, it's not enough. Um, And also he was saying that he's attracted to women who put out pictures of doing something that they're passionate about. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, the pictures are how you, the first pictures you put are important. Yeah. It's how people see you. And I, my thing is like, if you have kids, totally fine. Don't make every picture of the yes. kids. Yes, I agree. One picture. Yes, one picture. Um, it does feel like you're trying to use them to show, you're either so into them that that's your main focus. It's okay if it's your main focus, but it does get weird that you're using them to show like what a good guy you are or something like that. I agree. One, I think that obviously photos where you can't tell, the viewer can't tell which person you are. (gasps) Yeah, you're three friends with dark hair and same height as you. Um, It's a waste of my time too. A photo with a celebrity is not a good idea. You know, just like, oh my God, here I am with Kanye West. I don't know. It's which like name dropping or whatever. It's just weird, right? Um, 
I think that I also see ones that are like people on red carpet lines, which is, which is, I don't know. I mean, if you were somebody who went on a red carpet all the time, you probably wouldn't need to document that to strangers. Exactly. That's showing that like, that's trying to show some kind of currency, social currency that you have. Yeah. Like let it be. Like it's like name dropping. Yeah. Let them, you know, it, it, it also, yeah, it just feels like it's, it's a rarity. That's why you're bragging about it. I have a picture of me with Run DMC in mind. Is that bad? Because I was really happy to meet him. That's, you take it down. That's, I swear <laughs> to God, that's different. They feel like somebody just, you know, uh. ran up and said, like, oh, my God, Muhammad Ali. I don't even know. Let's take a picture. I don't know. i got to redo my whole profile. No, okay, no, dogs. No. What do you think about dogs? Uh, every picture I like is a dog. I, if every picture is a dog? No, that's obviously. Right, because then you're like, is a dog going to live with us? Is a dog going to be in bed with us? Yeah. But, you know, it's that good I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. That wouldn't bother you, though. But it is weird. And when, when it's, like, dog is mentioned in the in the written part, too. And there's six dog pictures. Right. Okay. For me, I love you like that. No, I mean, it's fine. There's so many more egregious things. For me, you know, a pretty much automatic out is, is somebody, like, boozing. I agree. You every know? picture. And I drink, but every picture is you with a solo red cup. Yeah. Are you still in the fraternity? <laughs> Yeah, or, or just even a big margarita, or like there's like there's something you can check on Hinge that says wine lover, and if it's that, and then there's lots of pictures of somebody like with bottles of wine. It's just I find it weird. Yeah, I do too, and even in, and I drink and I like a good yeah. glass of wine, but I'm like if you're drinking in every photo, it's a little aggressive. Yeah, it just says a lot. So I think cut back on that. Yeah, um, selfies. They say selfies, um, not great. Maybe one selfie, but don't go overboard on selfies. I don't want to see guys naked like I don't want to see your chest do no you? no 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 but I no. think younger people do in do a way they? I don't, I don't know should we ask does. Madison producer Madison um I know you have a boyfriend but let's say you no, didn't I mean and from what I've heard I feel like a lot of girls if you have too many pictures of your chest it kind of shows that you're a one-trick pony and like that's really yeah. all you got like it yeah. makes it seem like you're really into yourself but to be honest like I feel like girls wouldn't turn away from a couple shirtless pictures. It shows that you take care of yourself. But when you get older, you want someone more serious. And that's where the hookup app thing comes in. Right. Like if you're younger and you're just looking for someone to like True. screw around with. You're like, then, let me see his body. Yeah, like let me see it. But otherwise, you'd want someone who's like looks good with clothes on, I think, I, personally. Yeah, I, I I think any shirtless is an automatic out. Oh, me too, wow. tank okay. top. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not my style, but but I think guys wear tank tops now and it's okay. Like I don't know, yeah, this is terrible. I know, I know, I this is gonna be offensive perhaps to men. If you're going to the gym, it's fine. Yeah, you know, I will say something else. The the one we both went out with, you know, won a very the biggest award you can win, and mm-hmm. had a photo of him winning it. Right, and I said take that down. It is the most obnoxious thing ever. Right, and he also had. Uh, he's not a musician, but himself like playing guitar oh dude every guy plays guitar on hinge yeah what is that they're all a bunch of guitar players no I don't know what are they I mean is that really come on I don't know I've never seen any guy in LA play guitar walk around <laughs> with a guitar but yet they all are playing guitar it's almost like uncanny yeah like someone said you can't go on hinge unless you like borrow your friend's guitar and pretend you know what you're doing yeah it's like the Do tiger you find on that? tinder but yes. not on tinder oh there, what is the tiger on I don't tinder know. I don't really get it. People keep saying that no tiger photos. Ha ha ha. I don't know what that means. I, I think it's that some a couple people did it. It's kind of like they're taking a picture with a celebrity. They took a picture with a tiger. And then it kind of became this meme. Okay. Got it. I didn't know what it was. But th- did you notice the friggin' guitar? Uh, yes, of course. Okay. It's just weird to me. Like, why not drums? Why not yeah. piano? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just why weird. Why not the recorder? Exactly. Okay. So, um, so ask men... 
says that you uh, have six photos max. Interesting. Um, you should be active in doing something. Don't post pics of you, don't post pictures of you doing something that you don't really like to do. Like if you like the one time you went rock climbing, if you're afraid of heights, like. Is this for men or women or both? Both. Okay. Yeah. Um, full body. It's important. Like you got to show your yeah. whole body because they're yeah. gonna be like, why she's just showing her face? Yeah. And, and we're thinking, why are you just showing your face? Right. Yeah. Or how about the guys with the sunglasses? Yeah. Every picture has him in sunglasses. And a hat. And a hat. Yeah. Just try to show your real self because don't waste anyone's time. And it's not that we're just about pictures. We're just trying to help you here. Yeah. Because it's marketing. Yeah. It really is. Self-marketing. It is true. Okay. So the most popular profile pics is according to an eHarmony study in, where they were landscape uh, three by four pictures. They show at least upper body with some type of background. It shows – most people show the left side of their faces because – um, supposedly, we show more emotion with the left side what? of our faces. Wow. You know? um, most men preferred pictures of women displaying happiness. Mm-hmm. Women want men who displayed pride. Wow. I don't know what that so means. Like he's carrying a flag. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> profile. What to say in your profile if people are even reading profiles these days. Of course, you got to like skip the generic, like, I like long walks on the beach, hiking mm-hmm. and sun- hiking and running mm-hmm. and outdoorsy like you don't want to overdo it either no because what if you don't hike and you're not outdoorsy and then you'd be like no like so you want to make it diverse but you just also just want to see something that gets people's attention so what would you recommend you're a writer too yeah i've written a bunch of awesome books btw thank you i do not enjoy people who are super earnest i think it's you know show your this is your like chance to show your personality so anybody who's super genuine about what they like is not that interesting to me if it's sort of like a bio, you know, uh, that has has just like a liveliness or a sense of humor is so much more appealing to me, you know, when it's just like I'm I'm looking for genuine, caring, compassionate. Who isn't? Yeah. When they say that? Yeah. You think don't say that then? I think don't say that. Right, because you're like I'm looking for like a, yeah, like a genuine, caring, loving person who wants to see, you know, wants to share the life together. Like, like. Or just even about themselves, you know, I'm, I'm a hardworking, driven passionate individual so okay it's funny i don't know madison was doing this prep here but it says doesn't hurt to start your profile with a catchy line as long as it isn't too cheesy yeah when i'm not flying space shuttles for charity i like to spend my time playing guitar with eddie van halen and writing uh novellas just kidding eddie and i no longer speak don't ask that's great right i love that one yeah so it's like make be funny like we yeah. we know that you're probably we, you know we can see in your pictures maybe what you do but right Get, right. get her in, and it really is about writing. I have so many guy friends who are just great writers and great texters, and they get way more play on these sites. Mm-hmm. And women too, although I don't write anything on mine really. You yet. don't? No. I haven't looked at yours. I need to. Oh, well, you're gonna tear it apart because I did like three of the mistakes that you just mentioned. Um, Run DMC. These are the free. I met them in Vegas, and it, you know they pull your pictures, and you can't. You gotta show me later how to get rid of them. Okay, these are the phrases not to use in your dating profile. There was a study that came out recently that said under any circumstances these lead to failure. Can you guess what any of them are? None of the ones we've said so far. Nope. Um, Give me a hint. Um, I can't, oh, maybe you did say that. I don't know if you did. I can't believe I'm online dating. I, I don't know. I never see that. I feel People like, like I can't believe I'm doing this. can believe it now. Right, right, right. Um, I'm tired of the games. Yeah. I'm looking for the one. Yeah. Well, that's that we sort of covered. Right. I live life to the fullest. Oh, yeah. I work hard. I play hard. I want the total package. Well, I mean, I'm over the bar scene, too. 
Oh, yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I do think all the other ones, it's just cliches. A it's hackneyed cliche. writing, you know, is what I excise in every piece I edit, too, you know? Right? So then how, what if someone's not a great writer? Yeah, that's like, how do I we? But, 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 but that's, do they have their friends? Maybe they, I, th- I think advice to you if you're dating online. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be either one of these apps. It could even just be you met someone and you're texting them. Because truly, this is really about, if you're, I meet some guy and I give him my phone number and he texts me, hey, how's your day? You are the last text I'm going to get back to, whether it's on my phone or on my friggin' Hinge 56 messages. Like, do stand out, like, yeah, in some way. I but I'm not telling so. you to jump through hoops, but don't. Well, you know, this. I've thought about this because, you know, if you're dealing with a writer, it's not really fair. Nobody asks me to solve a math equation when I sign up for these things. Like, there are things that I'm terrible at right. that, would, that are not on immediate display, so it's not entirely fair. Um, and I just did have this flash as we were talking. Like, this sounds so awful, everything we're saying. And it sounds like so embittered. And the truth is, this is just based on our experiences. Right. And, and you know, I and just... And d- studies here. I'm not just talking studies. about us. Yeah. But we could sound bitchy to you. You're like, but you guys, you won't say hi to me. I know guys could be angry right now listening. They well, could be throwing something. I said hi, and I married this woman I because I just said hi to her. Yeah. And I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying if you want to... There's a lot of people who are also frustrated, and they want more success. Yeah. Yeah, t- absolutely. I just don't want people to think, you know, oh, my God, I've just been doing it all wrong. Because I've been doing... It. You just told me three. I have to change all my pictures now. <laughs> so I'm not perfect either, but all I'm saying is there are that it sort of is like marketing yourself in the best way possible. Yeah, not in like a marketing cheesy, but just put your best. We don't often know. Yeah, like we can't have a mirror, so have a good friend, a good yeah. guy friend, a good girlfriend. Take a look at it. if you really are looking for someone and you're taking this seriously. Um, another thing is when they compliment your physical appearance. I think this goes both ways. If mm-hmm. a guy's like nice pics, you're like, well, I know that's why you liked me. Like you, we matched. Yeah, I think there's a way to do it that's really charming. Like how? Um, well, nice pics is just very generic. So if it's, it's hard because how do you do this in a, in a way that's not cliched, but just like, um, you know, something specific about your eyes that isn't cheesy, right? you know, something that shows that it's actually something about you and not just a mask. And that they looked at your pictures and they like pulled something from it, you know? Yeah, but not to do it only to do it if you actually feel that, not to just generically compliment. And to do it, I mean, it shows a certain level of confidence, I think, you know, and sort of self-awareness. For them to look at the picture and to like... And to 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 be bold enough to say, you know, to not be gameplay and just to say, I like this. Right, right. Uh, But I do think also kind of the number one thing is take something from the photos or what's written and ask a question sort of related to that or make a comment related to that. Right, exactly. Like, that's totally true because I, like, I, oh, another thing I should probably take down, but I have a picture of me and I don't have many, like, me on the mic. That's, no, that's fine. But then that's like a giveaway, all right? Right. They're like, oh, that's funny. You work with, you work in front of the mic. I work behind the mic or I do something. How many people have known who you were? Well, it's happened a few times. With Hinge, you get their last name. Well, the problem is it says sex with Emily in the back of my Facebook profile. Right. So that gets pulled into Hinge. So I got to change with the back photo. Right. And then one guy said, oh, I'm a fan of your show. Right. The guy who (laughs) Who came came to to your party with a date. Yeah. (laughs) Who I never met. Um, Which, that, that's happened a few times. And yeah. that is a little weird because I'm like, do I want to date someone? But then you said he was a really nice guy because I would have written it off. 
Yeah, it's shocking to me that he would write something like that. Maybe like the, I didn't even educated. believe that he was. Yeah, he went to Harvard. I'm like, you're listening. To my, I mean, whatever. Not no, that I'm not, not smart. That, uh, hi, Harvard alumni that are all listening. That's not at all <laughs> what I'm saying. But we're wait, really smart. Yeah. <laughs> wait, but what? What? Uh, by the way, just to clarify, it wasn't that he would listen to your show, but that he would write. I'm a fan of it. That that was right. Why? Uh, right. That was totally just my own. Like, you had an insecure, insecure moment, which I just almost never happens. So like <laughs> documented. For the masses, oh, there was something I was just gonna say. I can't remember. Maybe oh, it was back. about it was about um, saying uh, I don't remember nice pics or nice. Um, no, it was after that. Oh, before. does anyone date me who knows me? Or you? Yeah, I once did have someone. I thought this was really funny. That said, why are you using Anna David's pics? <laughs> like oh as my a God, joke. Like, oh, like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. So they knew you. Yeah. Oh, I got funny. it. That is funny. Yeah. Did you date him? No. Oh, but okay. you right. Yeah, that was funny. That is funny. Okay, be cautious with opening joke. Be humble. Research shows guys seem somewhat vulnerable, awkward, or more appealing. The guys that seem vulnerable, awkward. Mm-hmm. Maybe because they're less threatening and seem less like players. Um, okay, I want to know about messaging. When we come back, I can take a quick break here, but also first message. First messaging and then first dates. And then we're going to answer some emails from the peeps. So I will be right back. And I want to talk to you about Fleshlight is the... Anna, do you know what a flashlight is? Not only do I know, but I saw your video on Instagram yesterday, oh. <laughs> which I thought was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I Have you done that before? Cuddled with my flashlight? But done it in that, like, no words, but ver- a lot revealed. <laughs> Check out my Instagram, at Sex Family. No, we just were having so much more fun in the office these days. Um, that was got- in the office and not in bed? Well, uh, don't tell our secrets. I wasn't okay. really in bed. It looked like it. Well, so I was cuddling with a flashlight in my in my Instagram video. So a flashlight is a male masturbation sleeve. Okay? So a lot of men, they use their hand. That's the only way they're going to get off, they think, mm-hmm. when they're masturbating. We've got hundreds of toys we can use, mm-hmm. or I literally do. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about date-proofing my house mm-hmm. after this. Anyway, <laughs> flashlight though, is the number one sex toy for men because it actually looks and feels like the real deal. Like they're actually having sex, but it feels like better than, so for some, it's not that it's better than sex. They're going to feel something different that they feel with their hand and different they feel with the vagina. Because the material is patented material that is made to feel and look and feel like the real deal. It has like bumps and ridges on the mm-hmm. inside. They put lube in it. Mm-hmm. It can make guys like last longer in bed if they get the stamina training unit. And I'm just saying, masturbation month is at an end now, but May was big month. And I just want people to, um, I want guys to like check this out and just be like, you know what, if you don't like it, fine. Like it's not hard to clean up and your partner can use it on you. Hand jobs are a lost dying art. They are. Have her give you a hand job. She mm-hmm. might not want to go down that day. Mm-hmm. And then you still get a handy. So check it out. Go to sexwithemily.com. Click on the flashlight banner. Use code Emily and you get a free bottle of their award winning flesh lube. And check out my video when I, I actually slept, went to bed with five flashlights mm-hmm. on Instagram. It was a good one. Okay. Um, so we are here. I just love. Okay, Anna. Yes. I'm going to talk about the messages. Like, what do you think about, do you ever message a guy first? Um, no. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think. I, I'm sure it's happened, but but I think rarely. Okay, you wait for them. Because some people say, like, uh, guys, I've been, I've been polling, like, talking to my guy friends. Like, they love it when women write them because it takes the pressure off. Interesting. And they say that, like, there's so many, you know, you know, women who won't do that that they actually appreciate it. They're like, oh, because 
you know, whatever. They're nervous or maybe they're intimidated by the fact that you match. Who knows? Maybe they Googled you. Mm-hmm. So it might be a good thing to do. I don't think that, I think those rules of like men, but I actually don't that often make the mm-hmm. first message, but you know, I, I think you can. I feel like it just sort of suggests that the person isn't interested and just randomly checked on you. Yeah. So that's why I think I Right, because we don't want to be rejected. What if you message him, he doesn't re- message yeah, you back, but you or- match. Here's another thing though that, so messaging, I would just say, um, for women, if you're messaging the guy, don't say to him either, you look so great. Mm-hmm. I love your clothes. You look, I mean, again, you got to be creative. You got to just do something, say something different that paid attention, that shows that you paid attention. But some mistakes, I think, that people do just overall, which drives me insane with, I don't care if you met someone online. I don't care if you met them, you know, at a lunch spot. When you message and message and you text and you text for like weeks mm-hmm. and weeks and no one, they, they, you don't make a plan. Mm-hmm. And then in your mind, you're like, we're getting really close, but you've never met them. And you're saying it's like a relationship that hasn't even happened and it's like prematurely and you escalate. Some people are like having phone sex and they've never met or te- yeah. texting. Yeah, I find that really hard to take just because I feel like we all have enough texts and emails to return. Right. So, you know, and I did once have a guy where we were messaging on Tinder, and I said, look, do you want to meet or not? And he unmatched us. Shut up. Really? So he just wanted to, like, great. Yes. I don't have time. Like, I don't. No. Right. So if you like someone, I say go back and forth a few times, and then ask them for a date. That's what it's all about, meeting in person. And I don't, I don't like all this extending shit forever, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want that at all. Okay. So any other final, I've got, like, just, be, and then the first date, it's okay if it's short, like a coffee or drink. I know that, that people go back and forth, like, you can't really tell if you're sitting at Starbucks, but I think you can. I think you can. I knew, I knew a girl in New York who said, and I don't know if this is true, that she would sit down five minutes in and go, you know what, this is just not happening. And leave after five minutes. I've heard that story too. I've heard guys do that. I'm not, I'm such an, I like give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I think maybe I could probably tell in mm, 15. Yeah. But, but you know, then I always think, well, maybe something else here, but an hour, an hour, I think you yeah. can tell and you can be out. Um, so yeah. And then my weird brunch date last week, sweet guy, I hope he never listens, but he said, he had the weirdest moment, which I never explained to you why. Because it wasn't that he was a bad person. He was a kind person. He was a sweet person. He was wearing shorts. That's fine. <laughs> we sit down, and we're there for a minute, and he says, hey, so have you been on this hinge thing? I'm like, no, you're actually my first hinge date. And he grabbed my hand in this really, like, uncomfortable, like, held it for way too long oh and just God. looked into my eyes. Like, he thought it was so sweet or oh, something. And I'm like, uh, you're holding my hand. I haven't gotten my coffee yet. We're like, brunch. Right, Awkward. Right, uh, okay. So, yeah, coffee's cool. And um, anything else you want to say about your date? Because I've never done, like, okay, Cupid or anything else. But Yeah, I have. And they're super depressing. I don't know why. Those are so much worse uh, messaging and, and pictures and all that stuff than, than the apps. I guess it's, you know, a bit of a screening process with the apps because your friends are friends with right. them. But no, I have never, you know, when I lived in New York, I did meet someone that I really liked and we dated for a while. Uh, but it turned out that we knew people in common. Right. Okay. So that's always, that always Yeah. Helps. I find okay. those sites really depressing. All right. Well, you guys, I'm just saying, and if you decide not to date online, just be present when you're out in the world. Because it's not like you have to go to a bar or you have to go to a club or you have to be out at night even to meet somebody. Sometimes you can just meet people like when you're walking from, I don't know where you live, but you know, even in LA, if you're walking from your car to your meeting, everyone's on their cell phone or you're standing in line. I always say standing in line for coffee. 
don't be on yourself one of those times. If you're a single person, you're like, I can't meet anybody, and you take the same route home from work every day, you do everything the same, you know, you could try doing something else. You could try taking a class or doing mm-hmm. something you're interested in. But if you don't have time for any of that, then just put your phone down and pay attention when you're waiting in line for something. Or just pay attention when you're walking around and see who you see and say hello. I went hello. out with that guy um, at, that I met at Whole Foods. Right, exactly. I did. A lot of people meet people at Whole Foods, grocery store. So just, like, pay attention. There are plenty of people, and I do not believe that wherever you live is the worst word, worst place to date. I agree with you. I hate it when people say I that. I hate it. Because yeah. you know why? Wherever you go, there you are. Yeah. And there are plenty of single people wherever you go. Yeah. Date. You just got to pay attention, open your eyes. And, and, and if you still have this approach anxiety, just start talking to people. Yeah. Just start, like, practice. Hi. Yeah. How's your day? Whatever. Yeah. doesn't matter. You'll yeah. be fine. And then you get over it. You do. Yeah, let's I get agree. into some emails. How's that? Sure. Want to help me with some some people? Sure. Some questions. Okay, everyone. I love hearing from you. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Thank you for emailing me all your questions. Um, it's awesome. I love it. I love my listeners. Mm-hmm. I love you, dear Emily. I'm 24 and I live in LA. I haven't had sex, sex since I was 18. It's not that I haven't tried or not tried, since people sometimes think I tried too much. But don't worry, I've played it cool too. Um, to meet people for the sake of relationships or sex or both. I miss connecting with a woman so much I forget what it feels like to make out with someone. While I do want a woman to be with, I want to have sex as well. I'm in the middle of my 20s. I do not want to miss out being uh, being able to have an open sex life. I feel bad when I'm in bars or clubs or wherever. I see a girl I find cute with her friends, but I feel like I'm being the creepy guy who's ruining, ruining the night with her friends. I never know how to act, and I feel like I'm missing the part of the brain that can do this. Mm. I've tried OkCupid and Tinder for over two years, but it's y- yielded nothing. I once even went to a Craigslist orgy. Um, it got weird, and I bailed before anything happened. Yeah, Imagine that. But most Craigslist things are sketchy or spam. Do you have any advice for my situation to lose these hangups and or any good places in L.A. that are good to meet people looking for either a casual thing or a serious thing? I want to be able to experience both of these in my lifetime. I'm at a loss, lonely, and don't know what to do. Please help if you can, Mike. I love that. What is? I mean, no, I don't love it, but what a sweet vulnerable guy I know and what do you think I think that he has what we were just talking about he's got this crippling Mm -hmm. anxiety approach anxiety a social anxiety Mm -hmm. about talking to women and he has all these self-defeating thoughts in his head that he's going to be the creepy guy they're not going to want to talk to him he's going out with and I get it Mike we all have those messages but we just I think that our for men and for women our life work is to quiet down all that internal noise and all that negative messaging that we all tell ourselves, like, why am I late again? Why? It doesn't matter if it's about anything. We all do it. And you have to just catch yourself doing that and replace those messages, which is a lot easier said than done. But even if you start to notice these things that you're telling yourself, you'll start to say, like, okay, that's actually not true. That's what I'm telling myself, and it's not necessarily the truth that these girls don't want to talk to me. I completely agree. I Well, and, and in recovery, that's – the, the first thing you hear is your thoughts are not real. So stop right. reacting to them. And, you know, and that's all the, the basis of all spiritual work is, is just getting, you know, having that second where you go, oh, I'm lying to myself. That's my self-defeating mind. It's so weird. I was just leaving my a sponsor, my sponsor, this message driving over here that I have, I have one thing that sets me off. Like, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's like oh, this one thing that will happen where immediately my brain creates a scenario and I react to it like it's real. And I was, I, as I was leaving the message about it happening, I thought, I said, oh my God, you know what's weird is it's gotten better. 
ever so slightly. It's super complicated, but it is actually something, there is certainly no immediate result. You right. don't tell yourself, oh, that's not real, and then suddenly and then, believe no, it. No, it's a process. It could take a lifetime, but the fact that you, this, is, but this is such a great example that you were reacting, you mm-hmm. notice it, you checked in with a, your sponsor, or you check in with a friend, or even your, and be like, hey, it's not real. Like, you notice yeah. it, and you don't do it, and you didn't react. Or maybe you reacted for a second where it would have been maybe three days another time, right? Yeah, because the truth is... You would have reacted for it. It would have bummed you out and it wasn't even true for three but days. But I do find you have to do it and then it happens, the thought comes back and you have to keep doing it. It's a, it's a process. It's a process. But, um, but, you know, we can change neural pathways in our brain. The brain is a lot more malleable than they used to think. Right. So it's fully formed, you know, by the age of 25, but we can change, through changing our reactions, we can change how we react in the future. Absolutely. So this is what we're saying for Mike is that he has to work on this, that you have to work on practice. So, so I always say like dating, these dating skills are kind of like a muscle. Mm-hmm. And if you don't use it or you've never used it, you know, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. But if you've never used it, you haven't, you haven't been out there like just talking to women. And, and I'm telling you, I've met plenty of guys who've just come to me and started talking to me that I've mm-hmm. actually dated. It's a way, it's a, it's a confidence that you have so it's getting rid of all these negative thoughts and you just start you know hey guys you don't hang out for too long but if you find someone interesting you just start talking and you can also start practicing like I said when you're out in the world to women maybe you're not attracted to or to guys just practice striking up a conversation in the moment where you like observe something going on let's say you're waiting in line for coffee and you're like oh god is the line here I haven't been here before and then you and then you make a comment upon something like, I think I'm going to try their, you know, mocha latte. If you tried it and you ask a question, you observe, you ask a question, and then that's a way to start a conversation mm-hmm. that doesn't seem creepy. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of do that in a scenario like this. Absolutely. And, I, yeah, I think, like, your analogy, or, you know, the analogy of the gym, you don't walk, you don't, like, wake up and go, I'm going to go run a marathon. You go, I'm going to try this. I'm going to go on the treadmill. It's going to hurt, you know. And I do think understanding, Mike, that rejection is part of, all of our lives right constantly so getting that that you can't be devastated when it happens and you you gotta have to keep doing it i think that's a great point like you're not gonna die if someone rejects you and you will get rejected mike you will but you're gonna realize again it's not so bad like you'll get over it it's fine and and the more you practice it and the more you won't you know eventually you you won't get rejected or maybe you won't get rejected right away but the truth is women and men we all get rejected yeah and we don't die it makes us stronger yeah it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, and also stop maybe also going to the bars, Mike. You might want to like, like I said, go to the gym, do it somewhere else, walking down the street. But you have a lot to offer women. You're really sensitive. You seem really sweet. You seem like a good guy and you really want to do it and you are just stopping yourself with these negative thoughts because I'm sure you just, once you get out there and start doing this stuff, you'll be fine. Yeah. And oh, wait, I did want to clarify when I was talking about rejection, I, I didn't mean just solely dating. Like, I, you know. You just rejection in life. Yeah. You, do, you want something, you don't get it. You, oh, you know, day. somebody doesn't treat you the way you want to be treated, whatever. Um, so, yeah, so, especially in our business, too, right? When you're in there, you get, yeah, you, you try out for things, you know. Um, oh, yeah, and I did want to say, I was on, you know, the dating expert on Attack of the Show for three years. Attack of the Show, right. And, and like that job just happened, but I have gone in on a million sort of dating expert jobs and not gotten them. Exactly. Right, but people think like, oh, everything happens, yeah. and this whole business is about rejection, which I did not know the first few times I did get rejected from things. Yeah. I'm like, they shot a pilot, so it's happening. Yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't necessarily yeah. happen. So it keeps, makes you stronger. Okay, we have time for? Mm-hmm. I'd say one more. Okay. Um, hi, Emily. I'm a 30-year-old introverted man that has been single all my life. I've been told I'm good-looking by female coworkers, and I stay in shape. Um, 
but fall, but fall, uh, fail at making women interested in me. I was wondering from your experience if it's possible to spark up an attraction with someone without flirting and from just a normal conversation between two adults. I was never fond of flirting, and I can't help to see that something is childish that may have been okay to do in high school. Thanks for any advice, William. Yeah, he can't flirt, but then he's like making flirting like it's a thing, a skill that he doesn't have, and I think it's just a natural thing that rolls out of you. Flirting is talking. It's yeah, it's just talking and being open and playful and smiling. It's not like you gotta go to like flirting boot camp. Um, it's playful, it's light, and you can have an attraction to someone without flirting initially. But but learn I don't to I don't even the, know the, the light-hearted banter. Yeah, I mean, I think some of us flirt with you know, uh, men, women, even if we're straight, animals, babies, you know, it's like that flirting is conversation is like you said, playful conversation. Right. Exactly. So don't, don't, don't trip y'all. How we doing? All right. Um, Anna. Yes. You're awesome. So are think, you. Yeah, really. Thank you. This was great. Is there anything else that we need to hit here about dating, online dating? I'm just telling people, I want to just, people ask me all the time, like, just just how do we get out there? And I just think that it, there's no more stigma with dating online. Mm-mm. And there's a lot, there's Matt. What are your friends doing now? Okay, Cupid, um, yeah, Honey match, Fish, I Match. Guess. I think Match is for people who actually want to match. So that's not as... But again, it's sort of like what you were saying about how Tinder isn't necessarily a hookup. Like, there are people everywhere trying to do this, trying to connect. So just find the ones that you like. Yeah. And start doing it. And also start practicing when you're out in your day-to-day life, just talking to people. And don't go, okay, it didn't work this time. It's never going to work. Right. Exactly. Just because you get, you just really, like, that's why it's good to have two in a day. Yeah. Sometimes we date the same person. (laughs) Okay. And so, Anna, you are at Anna B. David on Twitter. Yes. At After Party Site on Twitter, and you got to check out her awesome podcast, After Party Pod. Yes. And they find that where? iTunes? iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Everywhere. All all, everywhere. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you, Anna, for being here. And uh, thank you, Madison. And is there anything else I need to tell you all? Just that I love you, and I love you for listening, and I would love, oh, be so happy if you checked out my website, sexwithemily.com, sign up for the newsletter. Followed me on uh, Instagram, like I said, because I cuddle with a flashlight. No, I we do funny things on there. It's a good time. And Twitter and Facebook. It's all sex with Emily across the board. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hi, it's me, TV's Ross Matthews. You know, from The Tonight Show, Chelsea Lately, E-Red Carpets, blah, blah, blah. Well, now I have a podcast, Straight Talk, with me, Ross Matthews. And it has become the go-to destination for some of Hollywood's biggest stars. From Lauren Conrad to Kristen Bell, Kelly Osbourne, Brad Gresky, RuPaul, and more. And this week, we have Britney Snow from Pitch Perfect 2. Just like the biggest movie in the world, no big deal. Coming up, Khloe Kardashian, and who knows who else? Straight Talk with Ross Matthews on podcastone.com. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. Here's Delio. I got to talk to you about your penis for a second. Just one second. Okay, so there's this thing, okay? Men and women, we orgasm at different rates. For example, Anna, I'm just going to ask you, Mm. how long do you think it takes a woman to orgasm on average? I think it totally depends on the woman. It used to take me a long time. Now it doesn't. Um, I, but I women think, that you hear, like, because it's, it's studies say it's like between 20 and 40 minutes. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I really don't. I think, I think that, I mean, this is my experience. Is it doesn't happen after 40 minutes, it ain't happening. Right. After 40 minutes, true. But men, six to eight minutes. So promescent is the only treatment oh, yeah. 
for premature ejaculation and just for men who want to last longer in bed. If you last eight minutes and you want to last 16 minutes and you want to close the orgasm gap, you should try out Promescent. It is a quickly absorbing delay spray. Your partner doesn't even know you're using it. Put it on 10 minutes for sex, you put it on your penis, helps you delay your ejaculation. So everybody has a good friggin' time when you're doing it. Amen. So check it out, promescent.com, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Thanks for listening.